0: grace on the go this podcast is designed so that you can take grace with you anywhere you go this episode is a sermon from april 21st 2019 from our sunrise service on easter sunday our first gospel reading today will come from luke chapter 23 as you recall the christ and the two criminals that were hung with him on those crosses just like approaching the day of the sabbath and so they were going to have to prepare for the sabbath they didn't want the jewish people didn't want people hanging on crosses on the sabbath and so they asked you know for permission to take them down and uh, so two of the criminals had their legs broken to advance their passing away but christ had already given up his life and so they did not break his bones but instead pierced his side and then they removed the bodies from the crosses and fulfilled prophecy jesus was buried in in a new tomb of a rich man and those are the words I'd like to read for you now. Because while everybody else scattered, Joseph claims the body of Christ. And then we'll also discover that some women followed along. So please stand to honor Christ and read the Gospel from Luke 23. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth, and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day, and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Please have a seat. So have you, uh, put something down and then couldn't remember where it was. Place Every day. Place every day. <laughs> put something where you were sure you would find it and still cannot find it when the time comes. So I asked Christina Parker if I could share this story with you, maybe some of you know this about Christina. She has a habit of setting down her keys and then not being able to find them. All over through the church, So she'll set her keys down somewhere and then go looking around and asking us, where, where are my keys, right? And, uh, and what's the most, you know, what's the, the obvious question people ask you when you come and say, I can't find that, this thing. What do they say? Yeah, where'd you leave it? Well, <laughs> if I knew that, I wouldn't be asking you, right? Or where did you see it last? Gee, I don't know. <laughs> you know, so the, kind of the obvious question. But so people, you know, Christina says, have you seen my people? Where did you lay them down last? And I don't know. So she came up with this strategy. That uh, wherever she set her keys down, she would take the time to take a picture of her keys with her phone. <laughs> so then, when she couldn't find her keys, all she had to do was look on her phone. Oh, that's where they are. But of course, I asked the, the obvious question: What do you do when you set down your phone? Can't find your phone? Well, then she's in trouble again. But it's that idea of you know setting something down or making sure you put something away so you'll be able to find it when you need it. Well. These women, they, I mean, Jesus Christ, everybody's scattered. Jesus Christ's body, removed from the cross. Where would he be laid? And as you know, the, the regular, the criminals, the, everybody else who was hung, they were just cast into the heap, the garbage dump. And yet Jesus Christ's body was removed from that cross and laid in the tomb. But how would they know where to find it? Come Sunday morning. And so they followed. I mean, the the Holy Spirit working in that moment, to give these women the foresight and the forethought to follow Joseph to see where Christ's body would be laid so they'd be able to find it on that morning. They needed to know where to look. Even in the midst of their grief and their tragedy and their broken hearts, they followed to know where to look. So they followed Joseph to that tomb and we read this, going to Pilate, this is Joseph, right? He asked for Jesus' body. And when they took it down, he wrapped it in linen cloth and placed it in that tomb, cut in the rock. And the women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph, and they saw the tomb. And they saw how his body had been laid in it. So they would be able to find him again. It reminded me of this silly story. Pardon, I mean, it is just really kind of a silly story on this morning, but there was a couple of fishing buddies, and they liked to explore and find new places of fish and uh, new, new holes to explore, you know, and so they would gather together and meet up, and they go to different places. And so, obviously, they would take sometimes their equipment with them, but sometimes they would just rent when they got to this new location. And so they, they were visiting this place, and they decided to rent a boat to go out onto the lake, and they were just having a great day. I mean, they were nailing it. Fish. Every time they cast it, another fish on the line, they brought it in. So after they spent a little bit of time there, one of the guys, he pulls out this can of spray paint from his pack, and he starts painting an X in the bottom of the boat to mark the spot, right? And his buddy is looking at him and says, what are you doing? Spray painting the bottom of this boat with an X to mark the spot, is what his buddy answers with. And his, uh, the, the, first, the second guy says, well, that's just ridiculous. When we come back, who knows if we'll get the same boat. (laughs) X marks the spot. (laughs) But how will they know where to look unless they follow? And I think this is one great gift that maybe gets overlooked at times. Gift of God. It's another uh, point of verification. How easy would it have been to later on say, well, maybe you went to a different tomb maybe you went to the wrong place. You know, some people accused, they thought the disciples would steal the body, and then that would be a greater lie than the first, is how the chief priest said. But now, what if they went and they said, well, we didn't find the body in the tomb, and they were question well, how did you know it was the right tomb? Because they followed. They followed Jesus everywhere he went. And so they even followed to the tomb. So as we heard already, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they prepared and went to the tomb. So they looked in the right place. It had been marked, they knew where to go, and they went looking in the right place if they were looking for a dead body. They looked in the right place if they were looking for a dead body. Notice, of course, the disciples were not looking. They were huddled. They were hiding, but it was the women who went looking. And when they arrive, they are asked this powerful question by the angels. They say, what are you looking for here, right? What are you looking for? Which I think is a great question for all of us to ponder. What are you looking for, and where are you looking? Sometimes we, maybe we aren't looking for the Christ in heaven and we aren't looking in the right places. But the angel says, if you're looking for Christ, you're looking in the wrong place, because Christ is risen. He He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So look for the right person, and look in the right place. Maybe it will be unexpected. They expected to find a body in the tomb. In fact, they were wondering how they would have the stone rolled away, because they were so certain that that's where they would find the body. But instead, they found something very unexpected. They found something much better, They found a promise that had been fulfilled. So after the angels speak to them, what they find is here, I'll go back and read again. They found the stone had been rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And while they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. And this is the question. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, he is risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The son of man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. And then they remembered his words. They remembered His promise. And they were witnessing the fulfillment of that promise in this moment. So as they remembered the words of Christ and the promise He made and now the fulfillment in His resurrection, what they found instead of a dead body was hope. They found hope. And life. See, it would be easy for us to go, I think, through this life, looking in the wrong places for the wrong things. And then when we do that, I think what we find is despair. But we are encouraged by the words of Christ and to remember His words that when we look for Him, even when we find Him in unexpected places, sometimes in places where there is sorrow, sometimes in places where there is suffering, sometimes in places where there is heartache, we find that His promises are fulfilled and that have hope. So while there might be reasons for us to despair, Jesus always grants us reasons for hope. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Is is risen risen indeed. Indeed. Amen. Amen. Please stand for prayer. Almighty God, we come before you on this morning in the name of your Son Jesus Christ we ask you for grace and mercy and faith to remember and trust in your promises and to receive the hope that you are granting to us. Father, we ask on this morning especially that you would remind us of the miracles that you have worked and that because you have risen Christ from the dead, we have hope. And that whatever we face in this life, we know that you walk with us, that you have made promises to us, and that all your promises are yes in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. and so as we continue through this day, help the words we say, the attitudes we share, and the hope that is within us to spill over onto all those around us. And not only this day, but every day, every day that you cause the sun to rise again, we would remember that we have new life And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And as we prepare to make our walk to the garden, around the corner of the house and to the backyard, I will read now from Luke chapter 24. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. If you have any questions or comments about this sermon, email them to podcast at gracepocatello.org. And make sure to subscribe to our channel to stay up to date on sermons and classes at Grace Lutheran Church in Pocatello, Idaho. This podcast is designed so that you can take grace with you anywhere you go.